Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Being a Christian requires responsibility, but what does a model Christian look like? In this episode, we are going to discuss that and more. Hi, everyone. My name is Felice Gerwitz. This is episode 97, and the topic is Model Christian. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with Godpodcast.com. So, I want to thank our sponsor, um, Media Angels. You can find out more information at MediaAngels.com. If you want to download a free chapter of the book, One More Child, check it out on the website. Or to learn at, to learn more about the book, go to Amazon.com. And you can find um, more of our books there on Amazon. A Few Minutes with God is there as well in digital format and um, as well as print. Well, today our topic is the model Christian, and what does that look like? Is it someone who talks the talk or walks the walk? As Christians, we can no longer act like a heathen, and that is what some people just think when they think about Christianity. Is there a standard to behold or to uphold? Some believe that becoming a Christian requires a statement of faith, an acceptance of the Lord in prayer, a declaration, maybe an altar call. They believe it's a one-time thing, that is a forever, and there's never anything else you need to do that alters that commitment if it is done willingly and with an open heart. Others believe that the model Christian is someone who honors the church's teachings, receiving the sacraments of baptism, communion, and confirmation, of frequent confessions, and attending church on Sunday. Some think it's a combination of the two, and others think that just being good is the perfect way to be a model Christian. There is nothing that we can do to earn our Christianity. However, there are standards to uphold so that others can see that we are Christians, as well as to living out our faith commitment. God is God. He is amazing. There's nothing we can do to change Him. He is everlasting. He is perfect as He is. However, There are so many people who have hurt us. So many people have been held in high esteem. Those who were pastors, maybe some televangelists, have fallen in horrible ways. You hear about these every day. 
Those who believed they had the answers were left shocked and hurting by these people because they did believe they had all the answers. They did believe they were emulating Christ. They did believe that they were professing Christianity. Friends, we can never place our hope in man, no matter how eloquently he or she speaks. We read about these failings, and whether it's a financial sin, a sexual sin, it is a betrayal, not only in their own life, but in those who who they serve. And so many people go, well, forget it. Christianity is not for me. There's too big of a price to pay. I can't do it. But Christianity is our hope. It is the only hope. The model Christian's example is given so beautifully in the story of the first person to die for their faith. We learn through his example that he loved God so much He believed with all his heart that there was nothing that was going to sway him from the truth, even the fear of death. We learn in the scriptures that being a model Christian has a price. We can no longer be the same. We are a new creation in Christ. We read about that in the scriptures. Being a disciple means a life that models Christ that is selfless, generous, charitable to our neighbors. And friends, we don't have to do that alone. God will infuse this in us if we ask. Some have suffered for their faith and were put to death. There are places even today where Christians are killed in the same way as the apostles. Let's look at Stephen. He was sharing the truth, what it meant to be a model Christian, but the words, his words, infuriated the Sanhedrin. Just like when Jesus shared the truth and the teachings were too hard for them to believe. I'd like you to read Acts 7, 29 through 70. We're going to go through some of it and more of a synopsis of what Stephen said. And remember, he was filled with the Holy Spirit when he was given this teaching. His conclusion was, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, You always oppose the Holy Spirit. You are just like your ancestors. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They put to death those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, whose betrayers and murderers you have now become. You received the laws transmitted by the angels, but you did not observe it. When they heard this, they were infuriated and they ground their teeth at him. But still, he was filled with the Holy Spirit and he looked up intently to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of, the God, of, right hand of God. But they cried out in a loud voice, covering their, hand, their ears, and rushed upon him together. They threw him out of the city and began to stone him. The witnesses laid down their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they were stoning Stephen, He called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell to his knees and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep and he died. And friends, when he got that vision, he saw the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And he told them what he saw and they didn't believe him. He had a vision, a grace, a gift God gave him. 
As he was dying, he echoed the words of Christ. He cried, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Jesus says in Luke 23, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Stephen also said, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. Again, an echo of the Lord who said in Luke 23, 34, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Stephen paid the price of being a model Christian. He did not back down. He didn't say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Just forget everything I said and have a nice day. Instead, Stephen is a true model of anyone who wants to follow Christ, who wants to be the one with the Lord, who wants to know that we pay a price for being a Christian. Friends, if we think this is only in the past, it's not. Just think of what it is like today if you believe, as I do, for example, that life begins at conception. You will be shouted down for being pro-life. This has happened to me. You will be called all kinds of vile names. You will be accused of being narrow-minded and stupid. And it's a price, a price that we pay to do what is right and to speak truth. Christians are still in the majority, but we have become silenced. We were called the silent majority. Yet recently, people are not putting up with it anymore, and they are standing up. We are not going to be silenced any longer. Recently, I reconnected with a friend from church who talked about discrimination at work and how a colleague attempted to close a door in her face when she honestly answered a question, but that person didn't want to hear what she had to say. My friend stood up for herself, opened the door, and said kindly, if you don't agree, that's fine, but you can't shut me out. We have been shouted out, shut out, and told that our views are don't matter. They do. We are now called in a greater way to stand up. We have to be the light in the darkness that we see today. We have to stand up for our beliefs and for Christ. Revelation twenty two twelve states, whatever the price we pay, we are assured in the end to receive recompense according to our deeds. The scripture actually says, Behold, I am coming soon. I bring with me the recompense I will give to each according to his deeds. You know, so many people say that works are dead and works are not important. And the Bible says that works aren't important. But the Bible says that works that you do on your own without the grace of God is what they're talking about. We are called, that's why I wanted to do a podcast on being a model Christian. We are called to live out our faith in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. It's not going to change Him. It's not going to give us salvation. It's going to make us better people. It's going to shine a light. If we're going to be Christians, we have to show to the world what that means. We have to have a smile on our face. We can't be, you know, these poor, depressed, lonely, horribly oppressed people that People would look at us and say, if they're not Christians, well, I don't want to have anything to do with Christianity. I thought that about a friend in college. When I saw the things that happened to this girl, I thought, my gosh, she's a mega Christian. And if she's being treated like that by the Lord she loves and follows, then I don't want that kind of gung-ho, all-in 
type of love for God. I will love God. I will honor him, but it's going to be on my terms. I was so wrong, and she was so right. She never really complained or said, oh, woe is me. She picked up her feet one day at a time and continued on, continued on with her life. And I looked at her like, oh my gosh, I don't want anything to do with that. So that's why I say how it is important for us as Christians to put on that face and to let people know that when we do share some of the things that happen in our lives with others, we can also share the good news along with it. And because I was so young in and you know, so occupied with everything else in my life, like school and, you know, things that were happening, I wasn't focused in like I should have been at the time to really see how her love of God is what sustained her. I just looked at the negative and thought, no way. And so as we pray now, think about what it means to be a model Christian, how you're going to work that out in your life and how you are going to change to show others or become more outward in your your explanation of what the Lord has done in your life to others. Dear Lord Jesus, come, please come. We are at a time when evil is considered good and good evil. I know it is much the same as in your day and time that you walk the earth. We as Christians need model Christians as examples to us. We need to be those models, God, but only by your grace and your love and your Holy Spirit can we do that. We need saints of today that will encourage us to be all that we can be, to be fearless, to stand up for our beliefs and call evil, evil, and good, good. Lord, fill us up with your Holy Spirit and fill us so that we can have the grace to do what is right. Lord Jesus, I ask for the following prayer requests. Please hear our prayers and answer them if it is in your perfect will. And we pray this in your precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on fewminuteswithgodpodcast.com There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.